This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. So let's get started. 202. So those that know that know. Um, let's see. I want to start asking us today because um, let's just say for those of you that I can see, so Michelle, Tina, and Frank, right? My question to you is Is there days you get up and you just don't want to do what you do? All right. Do we sit back and just go, man, it's another day? Ugh. And we, and we lack the energy to get focused and move forward on what it is we have to do. So I will tell you that I don't have every single answer that's out there. Otherwise, you know, I'd be wealthy and running around crazy like everybody else. I just happen to understand people better than most people. So I want to get it. I want to go out there and I want to find out, you know, and every time I go put something in to my head, I want to share it with you so you guys can actually implement it yourself and not have to go through the pain that I go through for taking it. You'll have to put up with me. That's just going to be a given, but let's go through. So um, one of the things that, especially with me being married to someone who's very high in this category, okay, um, I see that passion lacks a lot from people and what is the desire to accomplish your goal. And I use my bride as my example for a lot of this. And the reason why is because still to this day, okay, years after she ran the number one Fiat store, um, she yells Fiat every time she sees one on the road. So it's not like a slug bug where I have to get hit because of it, but she will yell and she will identify. She put on custom stripe packages on the car because she loved them that much. So she would put custom packages on, she'd sell the custom packages, so now she sits back and drives around. She goes, oh, and that one's one of mine. That one's one of mine. I sold that. Doesn't even have to have the license plate frame from the dealership around it, right? Because the dealership's gone. But what she puts out there is that she is so committed to the brand, to what she believed in, that she goes after it. And then I look and I say, there's not a lot of people out there that demonstrate that kind of passion, okay, for what it is they're doing. And one of the things that I want to say is a, is a misconception is that your job has to be what you're passionate about. It doesn't have to be. And we tend to get lost in that sometimes and go, well, I don't enjoy going to work. And I say, well, if you don't enjoy going to work, your work should be paying for what you do enjoy and what you're going to go through. Okay. And so today I want to write down I want everybody who's here to sit down and write down what they are passionate about. But I have some questions I'm going to ask you so that we can try to determine what's there. And then I'm also going to put up a list because I found a whole list of what other people had wrote. And so it'll give, it'll trigger us ideas and things like that. Because sometimes you can say, what am I passionate about? And somebody goes and writes it all down. Okay. They're going to have a lot less down days than the person who goes, wow, I don't know. 
I don't know. In a lot of the exercises you go, I just don't know what I would be passionate about. Anybody have that issue? Right? We tend to get into this point. Now I'm further along than most of you in the life cycle. So when you look at that, what does that mean? It means that you get to the point where you're just sitting back doing the same thing over and over again, and you keep repeating it. So Ken Walls over on Facebook. Hi, Ken Walls. We'll say hi to Ken, because Ken wrote Joe with a lot of E's, and I don't really understand. So a lot of O's would have made more sense, but I guess it's Joey. But hello, Miss Rachel Franchino. She has made it as well. Hello. <laughs> Out driving. So when it comes to determining your passion and you ask yourself, what is it I'm passionate about? One of the questions I want you to ask yourself right now as you start to look at it, to write it down is, what is it that you do that you lose track of time doing? Okay, so Tina's like, TikTok. I know, calm down. Okay. Sleep. Yes, sleep. Yeah, you definitely. Dude, I'm telling you, do you know for a long time that was one of my major goals in life was getting to the point where I can sleep to whenever I want to every day, right? But still still make money would be nice, right? So because homeless people can sleep a lot, but I don't want to be that guy. So the first question, right? What makes you lose track of time? What makes you all of a sudden look down and go, wow, it's been an hour. Okay, wow, it's been two hours. Because at that point, you got lost in you. You got lost in whatever that activity was, and that activity occupied your mind, okay? The second question I want to ask you is where, if we pulled up your bank statements, okay? I pull up your bank statements. Um, what is it going to show you spend your money doing? What is it that shows? Are you always going out, right? Are you always at the club? Are you always looking for something, right? Up until what March, it used to be I'd be at, I'd be getting gas, okay? Because <laughs> everywhere I went, it, the, the gas gas pumps followed. But when you look at that and say, well, what is it I'm spending money on? Is it you're spending too much money on Amazon, right? Are you do you enjoy the shopping? Is it the endorphin high? What is it that says, hey, this is what I enjoy doing? Because maybe you're going to come down to it and say, I want to shop all over the world right? I want to do that. That's, a, that's an option. It could be something that helps to validate you, okay? The third thing is, where do you fear judgment? Okay, so what, what is it if you said to somebody, I'm doing this, right? Or I like to do this, or this is, if I said, where are you spending your money, Natalie? And she goes, I don't want to say I'm collecting, you know, thimbles from around the world, Okay, why? Because that would be something sad, but it would be something, right, where you fear the judgment of telling somebody this is what it is. Okay, and so when you get to that point, it means you truly like it and you're afraid someone will judge you for it, which means it has a higher position in your, in your heart or in your head than you want to give it credit for. Okay, the fourth thing is, what is it besides me that makes your heart race, okay? So, because you're all guilty. Look at Josiah, got a smile from ear to ear now. Yeah, so, but when you look at that, what is it that makes your heart race? What is it that you all of a sudden go, oh, right? I'm not gonna lie to you guys, cars, I'm all about cars. Those of you that know me are like, yeah, we know, okay? So it, it is all about cars. I grew up in a car family 
and we were always trying to fix something, put it back on. I finally got to the point where I, I've earned enough money. I don't have to fix it myself, which makes it so much nicer. I just didn't realize that was an option back then, but it's about automobiles. I get excited. If I'm sitting here and somebody drives by outside that window with some loud car going by, I, I have to stop and go, what was that? All right. There's been times I've ran to the window to see what it is. Okay. Because it just, my heart is like, yes, that is, that's great. That's what I want. And if you look, I, I plan to have plenty of cars out in my driveways and take up all the spots. But what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to write down 10 things that you're passionate about. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw up a bunch of stuff that are examples because a lot of people have issues with, I can't get to that point. I can't get to say, oh, this is what I have. Did Yesenia really say boba drinks? Yes. <laughs> Ken Walls has a massive thimble collection for all of you that are on Zoom, not on the Facebook one. So, but I, I will tell you that I, I do have, like one of these things that's embarrassing that people tell me is I should be embarrassed about, which I don't think I am. Look, I'm gonna throw it up over there. Look at all those. Look at all them pop dolls. Somebody who collects pop dolls the other day said, hey, what is it that you got over there? And I said, pop dolls, how many? I said, 60. And they're like, 60 in your office? I was like, oh yeah. And then they said, that's impressive. They have 400. So I was a real amateur, but look, I even got the gopher from Caddyshack. Joe, you need nine more to round out your collection. Giggity, great job, Michelle. Way to bring that it. That escalated quickly. <laughs> but it is escalated right where it should. So that's the best part. But if you look at that, right, what is it that we're trying to accomplish? Getting something. So I buy these. I buy them before they come out. Why? So I can laugh and say, I got it before anybody else did. Okay. And they're typically cheaper. I also go to different stores, like back when we used to be able to go to a store. Okay. Um, I go into like a Staples or I'll go into a FedEx Kinko's and they have these little pop dolls on clearance. Right. It's like my my version of Gary V's garage sailing. Right. He says, go grab stuff on a garage sale and you'll make millions of dollars. No, but it's there. Natalie, what's a pop doll? You saw my 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 actual gopher now. So pop is the brand of the doll itself. So but they're little plastic people that stay in their cabinet, unlike Toy Story, where they come to life and run out. So and Frank put a wonderful description in the chat for you there but all right so i'm going to share a screen now over to passion lists so we can look and say what is it we're looking for all right so you should be able to see my screen i'm going to make it bigger so that not all 58 of them show up okay so this one again you can tell i stole from somebody else supporting domestic abuse survivors to achieve their dreams. That's what somebody wrote down. Having a group of dedicated support workers to help me with my business. And I'm not gonna read every one of them, okay? Traveling and meeting new friends, okay? Living in a beautiful home, exercise and eating healthily. Woo, skip, oh, sorry. It says being a millionaire, and then I added the word specific amount. You need to have an actual specific amount that you're going for. Um, somebody said, surrounding myself with a supportive team who is similarly passionate. Oh my gosh, there's that passionate word again. Okay. 
Um, being a world famous author, having an international business, being happy and adventurous. So there's a whole bunch of these that come through and I'll just let them uh, scroll down the screen for you as they're going and I'll call out a couple. But again, if we stopped and ask ourselves, right? Somebody put being a team player. I don't understand that that would be a passion for me, but I do understand some people don't wanna be in the, in the forefront, in that light to say I'm that person, but I wanna know. So volunteering at the zoo popped up, okay? There's other ones that says um, walking, cycling, horse riding, swimming, mini tramping, whatever that is. Okay, remember I took these from other people's lists. Um, enjoying excellent food and wine. I have friends that are like, if it's not, okay, his name's uh, Jose, right? If it's not a $120 per person meal, he doesn't feel like he's got, he's had an experience. He doesn't feel, you know, if something's not caught on fire during the middle of it, okay, then he wonders what is wrong with this restaurant and things like that. And he wants those little, this is the hors d'oeuvre hors d'oeuvre, right? So the tiny little food and it gets bigger as it goes through like 12 courses. But again, that to me, isn't it right? Me, I'm like, hey, I went to Halal Guys today. I'm more than happy about it. Okay. I want you guys to stop and answer a question. I want a list of 10 is what we're looking for. 10 things that make you passionate. 10 things that you can sit back and say, if I do this, I lose track of time. Okay, this is something I spend my money on consistently. This is something I don't necessarily want everybody to know about me, that it's mine, right? And then what makes your heart race? And then I wanna sit back and go from there and I wanna drop it down to five things that we can look at every day. Okay, so who has one they wanna share? I think Natalie raised her hand. I'll go, my 10 are done. Damn, see, um, he's a passionate person too. What? So family. Okay. What, what family is passion, what are, be more specific. What are you passionate about with family? I love just being in a place where I know that I can just be myself and that they love the crazy person that I am and it's always fun. Okay. Um, I'm with my best friends. My sisters are my best friends. Besides Michelle. Sorry, Michelle. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, okay. So being around your family, Michelle, give me one of yours. Uh, taking care of my mom. Fantastic. Okay. Frank Ingram. Owning my own schedule. Okay. Rachel, what are you passionate about besides driving? My dog. <laughs> Kingston. Yeah, we know that one. <laughs> It's the most consistent male person in or male body in her uh, Instagram story. That's yeah. The... Get it, Rachel. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tina, what did you write down besides a trip to the Grand Canyon? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, speaking in front of an audience, um, I want to be able to get married that, um, yeah. Okay. So you're looking for your significant other. I'm not looking for them. I know it's coming. I just, I just I know it's ready. Okay. Isenia said she's passionate for the art of dance, tango, flamenco, whatever that was. Yes. Is that a bird? One stands on one leg. So, and boba drinks. We know that. So 
If she could get, if she could be a dancer at a boba bar, right? Wouldn't that just take over everything? She'd be like, I am so there. I am so there. Okay. And Yesenia is not used to the Joe being the severe smart ass that he is. So Jess, we see you over there. So there she goes. There she goes. Tell Edgar I said hi. So, but okay. So uh, who am I missing that I can see? Luigi, B, vitamin B12 shots. We know he's passionate about that. My health, my health. Your health? Fantastic. Okay, Stacy, what do you got? Uh, educating my boys on a worldly level, not just an educational level. Fantastic. Okay, subtle skills. What are you passionate about? Give me one of them. See, this is me proving he just walked away, turned off the camera, ran away. Josiah, are you back? Yeah. Call me with a mouthful of food. Yes. <laughs> what did you say, Josiah? What are you passionate about? Sales, basketball, and real estate. Fantastic. Okay. Brian, what do you got? Yeah, you're still Learn trying to fake chew. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Learning and traveling. Learning and traveling. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now learning, isn't that a unique passion to have? Right. I, to me, I look and go, okay, I learned just for the end result of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't look at it as it's something I passionately have to do. I look at it more of, I have to do it to get there. Oh, I just love learning. I signed up for, well, Jer uh, Jeremy Miner's class last week just to learn. It doesn't even directly apply to the sales I do, but I just like learning. Yeah. I'm okay with understanding other people's way of doing things, right? That doesn't, I, I always believe it's something I'm going to learn, right? Because I have Jeremy's course as well. And Jeremy is not anyone close to me, right? And so when I look at the way he delivers a message, it doesn't match with the way I typically deliver messages. So it's a little off for me, but I still am doing it that way. But okay, so Edward McKay, you're actually in the office. I'm so impressed with you. Normally, he's just sitting at his house showing us his window, but now he's in the office. But so everybody, what we're trying to do, what I really want to get from you guys is five things that you're the most passionate about, the five things that you have. So take your 10 things that you've written down, and I want you to start looking at each one of the 10 and saying, if, it, if I had to choose one or the other, until you can get down to your top five things that you're passionate about, Okay. Those top five things need to be on a post-it note, need to be put somewhere where you see it every day. Bathroom mirror is always a great place. If you grab a, a whiteboard marker, you can scribble them on there as you go into it as well. So that's what I'm looking for and saying, I want to make sure that if I understand what I'm passionate about, okay, passion will never take any energy from you. Right. And if, if those of you that went through unpacking, we know that people who like to get angry all the time are getting angry because anger is fuel for them. Anger is what gives you energy. Okay. So I always say to everybody, if you're sitting there, Dement, how are you? If you're sitting down and going, okay, great. If you go through a drive through, you go to McDonald's because they got two windows. You go to McDonald's. You order, you go to the first window, you pay, you go to the second window, they hand you the bag. No, Josiah, stop judging me. I don't go to McDonald's, 
you know you spent plenty of office days with me. We ain't going to McDonald's. So when you do that and you get to the second window and all of a sudden at that second window, they hand you your bag, right? So Edward, you're in the car. They grab, you grab the bag, you look inside. It's exactly what you ordered. Two, two little windows or conversations back. Do you stop and leave them a Yelp review? Do you pull up your phone and go, hot damn, this is exactly what I ordered. Yes, let's leave them five stars. No, you don't do that. Why? Because my expectations were met. And if your expectations are met, and think about it with all your customers as well. If your customer is sitting there saying, when I deal with you and I get what I'm expecting, there is nothing special about you and what you're doing. Your client needs to understand, I am extremely passionate about what I am saying, what I am acting on, and what I am delivering to you. And if I am sitting back and saying, oh my gosh, I, this is what I'm doing for you. This is where I got, right? I'm going to pick on Michelle, right? Michelle's going to be handing you a, looks like a spreadsheet printed out when she sits down to help you, right? And to her, she looks at it and goes, yes, I'm going to save this person this much money. I'm going to put this much aside. This is going to be here, blah, blah, blah. But again, if she puts it in front of me and says, here, do you see this? Somebody's going to go, yeah. But do they believe that they got the best actual product from you? They wouldn't unless you were delivering a better than average or a passionate actual delivery of that product. If you were excited and you were passionate about it, passion is one of those things that gets shared, okay? Passion and excitement can be shared from one person to another. Laughter is one of those things, but so is misery, right? Misery loves company. Somebody can sit down and just bring you crashing to the ground if you're excited because of the fact that they want to be played Debbie Downer. And they're going to be down and they're going to be miserable and they're going to sit back and say here, oh my goodness, it's so horrible. And if you get sucked into it, you're going to be there too. And you're going to end up going, okay, fine. But I don't want anybody to do that. We've defined five things now that what you're passionate about. Mo, give me one thing you're passionate about. You too, Anicia, since now you're well, sitting there with them. Uh, I'm passionate about um, watching businesses go from being a concept, a idea, a conversation to being a physical, tangible asset that helps people put food on their tables. That's what I'm passionate about. Anicia, what are you passionate about? That's the question. Brad, get ready because I'm going to ask you too. What are you passionate about? Just say. I'm passionate about seeing the growth of others and transforming who they believe they truly should be. Okay. okay. So, Brad, what do you got? What are you passionate about? Don't yeah. say knives. No, not knives. No wives, no nepot. When people so. win, man. You know, I I really love to see people win. And I love helping them win. So it's it's something I'm passionate about. Okay. So look and see what it is we're talking about. Natalie loves being herself and surrounded by her family, where she's she fears that she feels there is no judgment whatsoever. Okay. So now what do you think the environment is going to be like when Natalie goes into the office, right? It's not going to be this hostile cutthroat, blah, blah, blah. Natalie's going to be the one that says, I want everybody to get along. 
I want everybody to understand that we're family and we take care of one another. Right, Rachel, we know she's going to carry your dog with her everywhere. That's what we got. Okay. But when you look at this, what is Mo looking for? Mo is looking for somebody who he can invest time in to help them to grow their business. Which means if you're already established and you're done, there is no thrill for Mo to go, oh, let me step in on your multi-million dollar company and just continue, help you continue it. It's not there. So Mo is one of those startup guys. He's one of those guys where you go, I want to start up my business. And Mo's like, let me tell you what you can do. Here's advertising. Here's marketing. We can do this, right? All 100 of my videos that I have, Mo produced them with me. Okay. Because he's got that, that, that eye for that stuff. But he wants to be when it's dirty. He's not looking for the polished stuff. Okay. So when you look at that, okay, Michelle, what is it? What is Michelle looking for? Michelle's passionate about taking care of mom. Okay. We can all sit back and go, that's a noble thing, right? Frank does it every day. Okay. So when you look at that, what does that mean? It means that she's going to be focused on completing what she wants to complete so that she has the resources to have the time and the money to take care of mom. The question is, can she take the passion for that and roll it into what she's doing? Because now we can take it all the way back to the beginning. So I'm going to use this. So Michelle, I love picking on you, right? Because you just sit back and smile. So it's really easy for me. There's, yes, you're not going to yell at me in the process. I'm picking on her too. Yeah, as you should, sister, family, that kind of thing, right? So looking at this, Michelle, if we took your passion of taking care of mom right? And having the financial means and the time to do so, that right there, we can take all the way back to opening your eyes in the beginning of the day. Yep. Right? Because when you wake up in the morning, you wake up and go, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm passionate about. So it doesn't matter what time I have to get up, I'm going to get up. And I'm going to take this opportunity to get up, go to the office, right? And I'm going to go sit down and I'm going to make a difference in every client's life because when I deliver them something fantastic and great, they're happy, but that helps me to do what? Fulfill my passion all the way through. So I don't really care about the passion you have within your job. I care about what is the passion in your heart that's going to help you to fill in on your way there. Okay, so it doesn't matter that if I have to get up, right? Now my brother and I, right, we pumped gas for the whole early part of our lives, okay? It wasn't our passion, okay? I'll speak for me. It was not my passion to go pump gas in the morning before school, after school, until dad was ready to go home, okay? And then every weekend. But what I did like was that it gave me money and that money meant I could go fix up my car. And so that to me was the passion so I was there. I pumped gas. I cared. People really did think I, I liked them. To me, it's like, okay, fine. Okay. I'll, I'll use Natalie's role model, my bride. Netta, when she was selling cars at the dealership, when people got out of the car and walked forward, she saw either a pair of shoes or a purse above their head. Okay. See, I'm not lying. Natalie's like, I heard this story, right? So they get out of the car, they walk up and she's like, there's a Louis Vuitton bag. Here they come. And her answer was, 
who do I need to be to move this person through the process and sell them this car? Now, she'd sell them the car. They'd leave. They were happy. She was happy because in her mind, what did she just get? That bag, right? She's like, I got a Louie. Now, the part that was difficult was that she then went and bought it because we were direct, our auto, auto mall was directly across from Cerritos Mall. So she would then leave after she sold the car and go spend money at the mall to come back with her purse. And she was like, there you go. And we're like, you know, the deal's not funded yet, right? <laughs> we, you haven't actually got paid until, the, until they actually pay you from the dealership. But she was like, it don't matter. Instant gratification. She understood how it worked. But every single customer believed that she was so there for them. And she did that because she was passionate about the brand. She was passionate about that purse, okay? And that person was just somebody she needed to get through the process to get to the other side. And if she was nice about it and pleasant about it, it worked, okay? So that's what I want you to remember because passionate is, is a form of energy that is positive, where primarily we're busy waiting for the negative energy that comes from me being angry. So Edward went all the way through. He didn't type in that, that five-star review for that, those two McDonald's employees he interacted with because they gave him exactly what he wanted. Okay. Now you get through that line, they hand you something and it's nothing you wanted. They put onions on the burger when you didn't ask for onions. The fries were cold, this and that. What comes up? Disappointment and anger. The second you move to anger, anger fuels you. Anger says, here, everybody, I am so mad and your thumbs can't slow down. They're like, oh, one star, right? And as a Caucasian, we have to start the review with, if I could give zero stars, I would. Okay, it's, it's in the book that they give us from Yelp. And so you go in and go, bop, 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 and you say that, and then you go in there and you slam them. And it's like, McDonald's is a multi-million dollar business ran by 19-year-olds, okay? The process broke down somewhere. They aren't experts in customer service or delivery, right? They, usually they're working there because their parents told them they had to get a job. So they're not thrilled to be there, but yet we're out there now and I'm going to blow it up like somehow everybody's going to go check a Yelp review on a McDonald's. But I feel better getting that out of my system and it's fueling to me. And a lot of people will go throughout their day looking for how to get upset. Because if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling depressed, if I get mad at somebody, then I get energized, right? I say this all the time. There's a floating head in Tina's house. Be careful, right? There's a, <laughs> if you look at it, somebody in the Grand Canyon, they, uh, you end up having somebody, what? You have somebody sit down to a hammer. Everything is a nail. Okay, and I would much rather be that person. How often do you hear from people, wow, when you walk into the office, right? They, they, they look and they go, wow, you really brighten up the office, right? We can always tell when you're here and it's not just because you're loud because I can do that, right? I walk in the office all the time, good morning. And everybody's like, shut up. Mo had to live with it a lot, okay? But when you look at that, yeah, I'm going to change the energy when I walk into the office because I want the energy to be up. I don't want it to be mellow. I don't want it to be down. We have to be engaged. And if you can't be passionate, 
look at somebody else and see what they're passionate about and join in on the passion. Passion can be shared, siphon it off. Okay. I am truly excited every single time one of you does takes one piece of information from the show and implements it. And when you text and go, this worked, I'm like, bam, that is just amazing. That's amazing. And it fires me up. Okay. And I didn't get paid. You did. And that excites me because one of my passions is helping people to reach the next level of income or belief in themselves. That's what I look for. I want to push you one step past where you're comfortable. And that's what I push for. Ask Josiah how many times he gets his teeth kicked in by me. Because he says, Joe, I'm going to come sit in your office and work today. And I'm like, whoa, someone, his skin thickened up from the last time. And now he's going to come and sit and work in here. Because I'm going to push you one step further. I'm, I'm not going to be the, the happy Instagram follower that just goes, yay, good for you. My answer is post your results, damn it. Show me what you did. Let's see what's actually up there. I don't care what you started reading. I don't, I'm not talking about just Josiah, right? Because Tina's right here next to me too. I'm going to talk to her, right? So I don't care what you're reading. I don't care what's out there. I do care that if you read it and you implemented it and you got a result, that's what it is. Brian's out here. I just want to learn everything. Shut up, Brian. Apply it. Apply it. That's what I'm saying to you. Okay. Any questions? It's 2.34. I almost stopped right at my 2.30 mark. So Karen, did you like the bait and switch? Brian called me on it. Right. I tell you guys, Frank's coming on board. And then 15 minutes before I tell you, psych, Frank's not coming on. I know. It took me half an hour to, to get up the nerve to get on. I know. You were like, crap, it's that Joe guy. What <laughs> do I want to listen to him again? So over on Facebook, I'm going to say hi to Frank. Jeff Cowan, Leonardo Stewart, James Cordell. Oh, James over there. He's going to yell at me in a second. I'm, I'm sure my DMs are blowing up with James, right? Janica Morton jumped on there. HC Carmen, hi. Andrea's on there. She, Andrea, Frank's wife, she's like, Frank's not here? No, he's here in spirit. So, all right, any he's, questions? Frank's tied up. <laughs> yeah, I immediately got that from Karen. Really? He's tied up figuratively? Like he could be tied up here on the floor. You guys don't know. I didn't move my camera that direction. So I have a question, Joe. First yeah. of all, um, this was a great uh, war game call. One of your best ones. Uh, you really got in the zone. And, and I appreciate that. Um, uh, uh, something that I often am confronted with are uh, individuals that may understand conceptually that passion and, and, and being passionate about something and, and knowing what you're passionate about is very important, but finding a way for, and usually the roadblock that I see is that a lot of individuals have difficulty monetizing that passion. And that seems to be the biggest roadblock and the biggest limiting belief system that I, that I come across is individuals that are like, well, I'd love to do this, or I'm passionate about this, but I don't know how to, how to turn that into money. Um, what uh, do you usually say or advise or guide uh, someone to when they have that roadblock that they present to you? So I, remember, I'm going to tell you that I understand that you can be passionate about something that's not your job. Okay. I really do understand that. And it, again, 
is your passion, are you doing your job to the fullest extent? Because people that tend to jump around or move from company to company or get blown out is because they put the least amount of effort in, okay? So you need to amp up what your effort is. And that's why we went with Michelle all the way back to waking up in the morning because it doesn't have to, is her mom in the office with her? No. Does she have to check in every single time and go, mom, I have an appointment. I'm going to go do this, right? For you, mom. No, she doesn't have to do that, okay? So the passion needs to be defined. There needs to be something that's there. And again, there's that whole big old long list. And if you want it, I'll email it to you, right? Frank put in there, Frank Ingram, the original Frank, not the J Lopes that's not here, right? Um, the golden circle, he says to Google it. I'm going to say duck, duck, go it, okay? Because I don't say Google no more because they filter too much stuff away from us. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on in a second. But um, if you want to Google the golden circle, it explains how to communicate your passion in a business perspective that goes through. So, Colonel Jaime Ramirez, what are you passionate about? Because I'm going to ask you too, Gia Camino, and besides Ferrari, you're going to have to answer after Jaime. 3D tours. 3D tours. Photography, but 3D tours mainly. For those of you that real estate people, Jaime's just amazing with this 3D tour where he, he can lay the whole house out and you can plug and go into every room that goes in. It's pretty impressive. So, right, right from well, every business should have it, right? Yeah, if you put it up on, on your Google page, so Natalie, for you in the Orange County office, right? You could He can do a whole thing of that office where anybody can walk in as if they walked into each office. It's really cool. Bug Manny, not, not you, I know. Michelle, you bug Manny for the Chino office too. So, but do you see what I'm saying? Like for me, it took him like a few minutes to steal everything off of my walls and put them up on his Zoom background. That was yesterday on my other computer. Yes. And my other computer's a little bit stronger. So... Yeah, so yesterday I got up in the middle of an online class and I walked out. And when I came back in, Jaime had my whole background behind him. So he was sitting in my office at the same time. So oh, he's, he types over, hey, I like Joe's office. Look over, I'm like, why is Jaime sitting in my office? What is going on? So he stole the whole backdrop that went in. But all right. So any questions on that? Mike Giacomino, what is, what is it you're passionate about? Uh, you guys pretty much had it covered before um helping so people we have all your passions that's what you're no saying. i mean like we know what you said right um apart from formula one uh but uh yeah just um helping people out you know um learning that kind of stuff as well um yeah that's pretty much it like i mean other than you know material stuff or whatever i mean that's pretty much it cars you know, whatever i'm okay with the car one Mm -hmm. Scott De Lorenzo. Scott, Scott owns a bunch of float tanks. So I like him. What are you passionate about? People. Don't I love say people. salt water. Don't no, people. It. I love people and relationships. I just love what I want to do is I want to create a web. You know how a spider web has very strong tensile strength? So I was yeah. thinking the other day, if I can create the tensile strength of a spider web with all my relationships worldwide, I'll basically just develop a net to catch all the abundance and financial prosperity and all that stuff. I'll have relationships wherever I go. So that's what I'm aiming for. You that's know? fantastic. So I will Scott's tell you one deep. thing. 
You didn't it? That's awesome. I mean, he came back That's and amazing. crapped on all of you. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, it, it's a testament to the fact that we can all be a superhero. You know, you don't need to literally have a radioactive spider bite you to be Peter <laughs> Parker. You know, you, you no. could be Scott and still be like a real life Peter Parker. You don't need to have a cape to be a Joe Ingram Superman. You know, you True don't that. need to be. Um, holding a shield to be a Wonder Woman like uh, like Rachel, you know, you don't need to have uh, a PhD to be the Hulk like Frank. We Sorry. all have superhero uh, instincts and qualities that we can bring out in our day to day life. Mo Moe's on his phone; he can only see four of us at a time, <laughs> so that's all that's going to get uh, the superhero references. But yeah, so but again, so I will tell you one thing, Scott. My personal belief when it comes to relationships. Okay, and I have people that shadow me on certain days. I tell everybody I own the relationship. Absolutely. Right. 100%. So I own the relationship with each and every one of us that's here. It's not up to you to determine what I said. It's it's up to me to speak your language. So sure. I have to be the translator and I have to be able to, and that's why in sales it works because I'm not worried about this is what I said and you should have got what I meant. Mm -hmm. Right. The answer is more of I own the relationship. So um, when somebody told us, he said, listen, most people go into a marriage, which is in every business relationship you make. Right. If you go into it thinking 50 50, it's going to blow up in your face. You have to go into it thinking 90 10. That way, the other person always exceeds your expectation. Now, if you and I have the same mindset, okay, if we have the same mindset of owning the relationship, then I'm going 90, you're going 90. We're going to have some pretty strong tinsel strength in that relationship. Yeah. So I was watching a pretty cool show on how spider webs are stronger than steel per like whatever, per pound or whatever the hell it was. I was like, wow, that's really crazy. That's pretty cool. Anyway. The true statement. So did anybody watch any other um, insects or maybe some rodent movies that we can interject into here? Try and see if you can make it as deep as Scott got it. Yes. Sometimes I feel like Wiley e. Coyote, if that helps at all. Yeah, I see. I see. That makes sense. I like sharks. Sharks don't swim backwards. That's true. That's good, man. Sharks yeah, like don't swim backwards. But dude, Johnny Richardson already took that. Did he really? Uh, Dude, come on. Are you following Johnny Richardson? I am, but I haven't. Yeah, I have a the shark point man. in my hair. Come on. <laughs> is his shark fin is his point in his hair? Come on. That's funny. That's I do like that, though. I, I want to get sharks in a shark tank eventually, you know, and that's uh, it's eventually. I got to learn how to do my freshwater tank first, but then I'll eventually get us With all. lasers on their head like Dr. Evil? Or? <laughs> yes, because there's no point in having sharks if they don't have lasers on their head. Exactly. That's exactly. a good Freaking lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys, 245 or 244. So I'm running early to get us out of here. But I appreciate you all coming on. Listen to little old me, right? Talk about hey, your passion. We, we just got Put here, them down. Man. We just got started. I think I think Luigi's being attacked in the in the doctor's office. Are you okay, Luigi? Yeah, man. Where, where were you going, man? We just got here. Come on. I know we did, but yes, it's supposed to be that way. I leave them wanting more, Luigi. It's like if they said, Oh, we almost finished this bag of B12. In you, but we're just not going to give it all to you. You're going to go, no, finish it. Finish just the tip, Luigi. Just the tip. Don't don't <laughs> give any more right now. Thank you, Joe. Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. You know, I was doing some Wayfair no, Mo, shopping. Mo, uh, I was in. The
Mo, we do not say I appreciate it. You've been around me for years now, Mo. My, uh, I appreciate yeah. you, Joe. There you go. And I have to tell you, I was in the middle of buying some furniture for my new place on Wayfair, but I uh, put that aside to attend this. this uh... Oh, that's bad. Oh, geez. I'm telling you, bro, I'm so tempted to jump inside a cabinet and just wait for somebody in Hollywood to order and jump out and beat the crap out of them. What are they going to do? Too return soon, you? man. Too soon. Return you. You're, not old. You're not young enough. Yeah, I know. That's going to be the surprise, right? Yo, Ingram just pops out. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, mute Mo. Remember that. Mute Mo at all times. Uh, so, that's perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. Cool. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Luigi, See you guys later. just stay on Thank here and you. talk about people. Thank you. Thanks, hey, Pepino. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for on your bathroom you. mirror. Get him up there. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated.